If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Do you live stream these when you do them on YouTube? Hey, shut it. We're going live. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I'm your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, but not usually with his beautiful face, Diz. Diz, how was your weekend, buddy? It was uh, it was a good weekend. Bets didn't hit very well, but uh, feeling pretty good coming into December, even though you absolutely popped off. So, uh, got some work to cover, but that's nothing new for us, so... Uh, <laughs> Looking looking to come from behind, as we always do. Hey, I mean, you're not wrong. I, I have been on uh, quite the little bit of a heater here, uh, to say to say the least. But uh, I, I don't want to brag or boast about it, but we'll just uh, move on. And uh, we believe, now we've gotten some reports from our sources, that our guy Connor might be back and joining us on Thursday. But he is still not feeling well, so hopefully he gets better soon so we can have him back on the pod and have a nice little three-headed monster. But uh, until then, hopefully Connor starts feeling better and uh, we'll continue on. Now, speaking of that, usually when Connor's on here, we'll go through an NBA and NHL slate on Mondays and, you know, we, we talk more about the picks. But when it's just me and Diz, we like to talk about a topic or a sports betting topic, a way to help benefit others outside of just the games that we're picking and this that or the other and so today we are going to give out tips tricks advice yada 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 on how to be successful in betting and how to get started and so Diz uh if you have anything when I'm going through these or you just want to jump in whatever you know we'll we'll roll with that that way uh, does that sound good to you yeah absolutely I'd love to hear what you have and then uh, I'll give mine as well. I'm sure we don't have the same exact thing, but I'm sure we can build off of each other. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the, this first step that I have to kind of getting started into sports betting is to find a good promotion or deal to grow the initial bankroll. Um, pretty much every sports book out there is looking to get your money and get you invested and get you interested in the gambling. So they want you to win or have a good start to your bankroll. Um, Sometimes it's a deposit match, sometimes it's a risk-free bet, and uh, or you, if you know someone who already bets, you can ask them, and usually they will have a referral code to get both of you some money. So uh, either way, you should be able to start making money without actually spending too much money or sometimes any money at all. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I would just say uh, be cautious. A lot of those uh, deposit matches... You can't withdraw, obviously. You can't just pocket the free money. You have to bet that amount uh, some way or the other. And I would also say if you get a free amount of money from a deposit match or any kind of bonus or something, uh, don't use that all on one bet. Uh, <laughs> spread, spread it out. And uh, I would say find your unit, which I guess was one of my points. I can dive into it if you're cool with that, Patty. Yeah. Um, for me, a unit is $5. I like to make five dollar bets when i bet on something now obviously you've heard this pod before i'm hoping you you've heard how nuts i can get how degenerate i can be but at least <laughs> starting out stick to that unit and that's a good way to 
turn that uh, deposit match into earnings. Uh, at least when you start out, you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to struggle. Uh, we struggle now and we've gambled forever. So uh, find your unit, stick to it. And then after you have, uh, I, I don't want to say exit, but after you have kind of bet all of the deposit match, you can withdraw a certain amount and at least gain some money. And so to kind of uh, compare with what Diz is saying, my unit is $1. It, it's always been a dollar for me. It doesn't matter what it is or what's been going on, but it's it's a dollar for me. And typically speaking, just based off of internet research and what other people have said, the typical unit size is usually 1% to 5% of your bankroll. So if you have a $50 bankroll, you don't want to bet $5 per bet because you have that's 10% and you're going to run out if you hit a cold streak. You know, so they, they typically say 1% to 5% is a good range. Um, and also, speaking on like the pulling out of the money and stuff like that for the promotions, so um, kind of the way we started was we put in $50. We got, you know, 50 free dollars from the sports book, and then we withdrew that $50 that we originally put in. So at that point, you're just playing with the free money that was given to you uh, via the sports book. But also on that note, um, every sports book does it differently. Um, so, some sports books like to give you a single free bet. And that's one of the reasons why I really like FanDuel is because if they give you what they would consider a $50 free bet, they just give you 50 free dollars. You can spend that 50 on 50 single dollar bets, or you can do five $10 bets. You can do whatever you want with those bonus funds. So, um, but that is just, uh, you know, kind of an extension on what we were talking about there, Diz. Yeah. The uh, the next thing I have on here, and this this one pains me to say it, but I've I've learned this the hard way. Start with mostly straight bets. Now now, what does it mean to do a straight bet? It, it means bet on a single side of a single game. For example. This weekend, if you were to bet the Colts minus 10 by itself against the Texans, that is considered a straight bet. It's just one bet on one side of a single game. We all know everyone loves parlays. I love parlays. My name is Patty Parlays. I love parlays. They are flashy. They give you an opportunity to win more money, but they aren't sustainable. They, you will lose them more often than not. And so if you start off betting just parlays, chances are you're not going to make any money uh, sports betting. So uh, to start off and build your bankroll, start with the straight bets, and then once you kind of get more comfortable and more confident and you're hitting more of the bets than you're not, then you can start sprinkling a little bit. Like we're talking less units than you would on the straight bets. Sprinkle a little bit on a parlay and possibly hit that big one and uh, kind of explode. Yeah, I I typically – uh, don't do parlays in general because I never win them, but you have a pretty good strategy down. Uh, yeah, just dip, dip your toe in the water. Don't be like, oh, $50 free bet. Let's uh, do the Patty Parlay's Hail Mary Parlay of the Day. Do not do the Hail Mary Parlay of the Day with a free bet. That is that is not ideal and not good for purposes. or for Not so, quite, yeah. no. Nah. Um, and then I have Know Your Limits. Um, I think this is the most important step. Um, if you don't know and set your limits, you can very easily get out of control and you can end up losing a lot of money and just dumping more and more money into it. And then also you could end up 
any money that you do make, you could end up not seeing that realized and cashing it in, and then you end up losing that all that money back. So, like I said, I usually don't bet more than 5% of my bankroll in any bet. I usually don't bet more than 2% of my bankroll in any bet. Um, and I personally limit myself to $300 in my bankroll. So if I get over that $300 mark, I then withdraw that money to realize the profit, and then I'm back to the $300 mark. Um, and then I would also say you should set a limit on how much money you are willing to put into this endeavor, if you will. Uh, maybe you say you're only going to, you're going to put in $50 to start, stick at that $50. I would not recommend putting more, putting in more if you lose all that money. You know, we don't want people to lose all that money, but, uh, it could happen. And if you just keep losing and then you keep putting more and more into it, that's what we call irresponsible gambling. That's how you end up losing houses, losing relationships, losing everything. So, uh, it's a very slippery slope if you don't know what your limits are. Yeah, I would just add, um, you touched on it, but just having that number to withdraw to, if I'm ever over 150, I withdraw to 150. And then the limit I have uh, each year is $100, the most I can deposit on gambling. And hopefully, um, I don't need to deposit $100. But if I do, that's the absolute max. And then just knowing, okay, the, the balance is above 150, let's withdraw let's withdraw so we can like realize that profit. How, how sports books make money is people don't pull out their funds when they're riding high. So that, that I was going to be one of my points too, is make sure you withdraw, which is, which is a branch of what you just said. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then this next one Diz, we kind of talked about this one earlier together when we were texting about this topic, but uh, take advantage of boosts and promotions, but do so cautiously. Um, so yep. many times online I see people complain about a boost that was rigged or that they want their money back because something didn't work in the boost. Well, these boosts, while they are awesome and can help you gain free value and money, they aren't guarantees. Nothing is a guarantee in the world of sports gambling. Like, you also see all the time, like, speaking of guarantees, like, all the time people put, like, oh, I just took, you know, Alabama money line against, you know, the school of the deaf and they're minus – you know, 10,000 odds, and I put, you know, $100,000 to just get $1,000 back, but I, it's not likely that could happen, but nothing is a guarantee in this world. So, um, but with, with, with the boosts and the promos, evaluate the bet yourself before following blindly. If that's not something you think is good, like a good bet, then chances are you shouldn't take that boost or promo. Correct. That's how they, that's how they get people is a lot of times um, they're boosting things that aren't likely, uh, aren't likely to happen to begin with. I, I mean, I have it in one of my dummy picks tonight, so I need to be <laughs> careful with this, but my favorite boosts are when it's, it's a Martingale, which if you don't follow the pod, we'll dive into that or, or we'll, we'll dig into that later on another episode, probably revisit that. But uh, a minus boost, an, an odds boost with the original odds as a minus, and then it goes to plus odds. Those are my favorite because those boosts are likely to hit um, like a plus 200 that goes to a plus 250. Um, sure. That's great, but you have to realize it's two to one to begin with. So boost fool a lot of early gamblers. Just if it's a bet you like, take it and enjoy that boost, but don't just take it because it's boosted. That's how they get some people. Absolutely. And, and there are some that are guarantees, right? 
So sometimes you'll get the spread the love or hammer the over or whatever, where literally the the over under gets to one point, or you know if a point is if a team doesn't cover by seventy points in a football game, then uh, you know you lose your bet. So some of those are meant for you to make money and the guarantees and stuff like that. But more often than not, these are not that case. Correct. And so you, you just got to be careful with it. You, and very easily, and they put a max bet on it because they think they want to kind of trick people, right? You're thinking, oh, if I can only put $25 max on this, then this has to be a guarantee, right? No, that's not how it is. They make it, they make it seem that way because they put a max limit on it, but also at the same time, if it does hit, they're, they're losing money because they're boosting this value up. So they have to put a limit to cover their butts in case this does hit. So don't don't get fooled just because they put a limit on how much money that you can put on a single bet. Nicely Any, said. Anything else from you, Diz? That was pretty much the main points that I wanted to get across on this. Um, I had one more. Um, and I you were hesitant on this because I know you don't do this. Oh. But uh, <laughs> at least when you start out, like the – the beauty of sports gambling, and I can't, I can't emphasize this enough. We are all on this podcast amateur gamblers. We do not do this for a living. We cannot live off of our bankrolls and what we make. Um, when you start gambling, gamble on games you're going to watch. That's the beauty of sports gambling. Gambling makes sports so much more fun. If you enjoy sports, like if you enjoy watching the NFL on Sunday, like you are in for a treat because you don't you don't realize how much more fun watching football can be when you have money on it. Um, with that being said, have I bet on sporting events? I haven't watched. Yes, of course. But I would say when you start out only bet on the stuff you're going to watch and then realize, okay, maybe this gambling is to make sports more fun as opposed to making money. For me, it's not about making money. If I hit a bet and I get over my bankroll and I withdraw like, yeah, let's, let's let's take that money and let's go spend it or let's go out to eat or something like that's great but at the end of the day what we're doing is we're betting on pats versus bills tonight so we care more about it so that that's that's my that's my input there and honestly i've done the best uh gambling wise when i'm watching the games and like when i'm betting on games that i'm actually going to watch it's nothing worse than like waking up checking the score you didn't watch a second of it and your bet lost like i wasn't emotionally attached to that i know patty that's what you do <laughs> but i wasn't emotionally attached to that bet i i mean if you watch it and you see it develop like there were times in college like before gambling was like technically legal um you know i'd have like butler plus six i'd watch an entire two-hour game of college basketball because one year in college you have like time to do that but, you know, seeing the whole game unravel, it's like, why am I screaming on in the first half because they just hit a three? It's just it's the power of gambling. That's what we should enjoy about gambling. Um, if you hit big cash out and take your money. But the beauty of gambling is how much more fun it makes sports to watch. So bet on the games you're going to watch. Pat, talking to you. Yeah, I know. So first off. Uh, there's a reason this is called sports betting by dummies. It's because we are the dummies. We don't. This isn't our full-time job. We're not experts in any form of the word. And so we just happen to have this platform where we can help try to give out winners and help give out picks and advice and all this other stuff. But uh, that that's first and foremost. Now, uh, I, you're absolutely right. I When you're 
gambling or betting can make a lopsided affair or like an uneven battle matter no matter what side you're on, right? Correct. If, if Alabama is a 48-point favorite, you're sweating out every the whole four quarters of that game because you need Alabama to cover by 48 points. You need them to win by seven-plus touchdowns against, you know, North Mexico State. And so you could even bet North Mexico State in that sense, and then you're cheering for a team that's going up against Alabama. And so that that's the beauty of sports betting is you can actually – Make an uninteresting game interesting in any fashion of the sin or any in any way. Absolutely, and uh, just a kind of not really a huge point of importance, but uh, it's the motto of our show, and it's bet together, win together. Uh, along with making the sporting event more fun, there's a real sense of unity uh, when you ride with someone and you have something on it together. I think. Uh, uh, it, it's the slogan of our of our podcast, and it's it's cheesy, but it's real. Uh, when I take Patty on a heater on a seven game parlay that I have no business taking, and we're talking about hedging because he's hit the first five, it's it's a pretty magical feeling. So bet together, win together, uh, bet responsibly. I think that's a pretty good segment there, Patty. Yeah, agreed. And yeah, there's been a few of those these past few days when Diz is busy because he's got plans on weekends, and I'm over here like. All right, Diz, I got two games here left on the parlay. What do I do? Well, that that's the thing, too, is the, the one college football parlay for $10,000 that you almost hit a couple years, or I think it was last football season yes. over a year ago. I, like, was doing nothing that day. That's, like, the only time you've ever been, like, close to hitting a parlay or hitting a parlay when I didn't have anything going on. Today, or I think it was it was yesterday, right? It was for the NFL games. Yeah. You had like a, what, a, was it a seven-gamer? I had a seven-gamer, and then I was two games away from a 12-legger. Yeah, like I'm I'm meeting my girlfriend's parents for the first time, and <laughs> Pat, Pat he's texting me like, hey, do I hedge, do I hedge? And I'm like, damn it, I want to text Patty, but like, damn it, I got I to, gotta, like, I can't be on my phone the whole time. And so, but it's it's fantastic. Riding, riding with your boys is, uh, and girls for that matter, uh, it's, it's fantastic. Best part of gambling, in my opinion. Absolutely. And then before we get into uh, the dumbest dummy competition and picks and stuff, I just have some breaking news, and this is devastating for me for tonight. Uh, DeMar DeRozan of the Chicago Bulls has entered the COVID protocol, and so he is out tonight and probably for at least the next few games, which really hurts my my Bulls minus three uh, pick versus the Nuggets. That sucks. Deal. Hey, nothing's certain in this gambling world. We just talked about that. That's right. That's why we. But you only you stuck to a unit. That's right. We're we're okay. We're not we're not in bad shape if we miss one. I mean, it sucks if we, we didn't miss put one. the mortgage on the bulls tonight. Nope, did not, did not. Thankfully. So, um, but let's review the dumbest dummy competition picks from Friday. Um, I went two and one. I am coming out absolutely swinging. I am so hot right now. It is insane. Uh, Diz, how did you do on Friday? Uh, I went one and two. I I was looking so damn good. Bama winning was just like, I did not think they were going to, well, I thought they were going to win, but you couldn't have imagined that fact in in that way. And then you look back on it, it's like, why did we, why, this was like the easiest bet of the year. So like Alabama plus six and a half, that one hit. 
Uh, Iowa got stomped. That's one. If I could go back in time, I'd take it again. Uh, home dog in a conference championship game, 11 points. I'm not upset about that one. That's just, that's how it is. Um, and then the 49ers just boned me. They boned me so hard. And I didn't even get to see the end of the game. I saw they were driving late in the fourth quarter and it's like, okay, they're going to tie it. They're, you know, they're going to lose by three and we're going to hedge or we're going to push. No, nope. Uh, did not hit it hit that teaser i haven't hit any like teasers in the nfl in a long time the nfl is murdering me but we're sticking to it um one and two i'm down units for sure uh, patty i do i need to listen to friday's pods i don't remember did i say that the washington football team and pat's money line was a dumbest dummy pick parlayed together i think i did but i don't remember i don't remember either oh uh, actually I okay the notes I may, uh, I may just go back and listen. I, I don't remember. I, I knew I said that was one of my favorite bets was parlaying the Pats and the Washington football team together because Washington football team money line was my best bet, uh, like of the whole entire week. So I was like, let's parlay them with the Pats, get some juicy value. I think it was like plus three sixty. I don't know if it was a dumbest dummy pick or not. It was, and I you you had it at plus three sixty two. I did find the notes for. Let's go. Uh, so you could get some ground back on that. Let's go. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where I'm at? So I am up 7.45 units. Gee, are you serious? I told you, man. Uh, oh, that Jason Tatum one go. was easy money, bro. Here we go. Here we go. You are down 1.12 units, but that obviously can turn into 2.5 if, uh, if Patriots win tonight for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to need them too. Yep. God damn it! And hey, I told you about that uh, Pelicans money line too. I told you, no, no one else, no one else was on them, but your boy here. I did not find anyone else, and I actually got some like, why the fuck are you asking me if I took Pelicans looks when I uh, would ask people? So, and I just said, uh, good for you, Patty. Feed me, feed me. All right. What can you do? What can you do? Let's get into them tonight, and I've got three more in the NBA for you, Diz. The NBA have been kind of. I've I've kind of been on one in the NBA. First one, first one you'll love the first one I think is here. I'm going Demontis Sabonis 25 plus points tonight against the Wizards mm. plus 540. Oh sheesh! They played once earlier this season. Sabonis scored 28 in that game. In his last five versus Washington, so I'm not talking about just this one that happened earlier this year, but his last five. He is averaging 28.8 points against Washington. Larger sample size. Love that. The dude is a Wizards killer, and plus 540 to have him score 25 points is insane. Give me that, and let's cash it. He kills Wizards. Should we call him Voldemort? That. Now that was amazing. Well done. It's crazy. It's crazy how much better I am on these podcasts when I'm not driving 75 miles per hour on an interstate. Right? It's crazy. I hey, it's stuff like that happens, but I'll tell you that was that was good. That was that was pretty nuts. Voldemort over 25 tonight. Let's go. Might ride with you. Is that a seven o'clock game, Patty? Uh, I believe so. Might ride with you. Ooh. Let me see. Yes, yeah, seven o'clock. Yep. And uh, I'm jumping a little bit ahead here. I am taking the Pacers also minus six. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is out for the Wizards. 
And uh, he only averages like probably 13-ish points a game for them. But uh, in the games without him this season, the Wizards have looked completely lost. So it's one of those where despite, you know, he doesn't put up a ton of points, he's actually a key factor in their offense and their defense. And so, um, and the Wizards suck on the road and the Pacers are at home. So little little tease there for you. But um, <laughs> this, this next one, Diz, is my, my, Pel- my Pelicans pick of the night. Uh, Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder, money line, plus 138 versus the Pistons. Mm. These these are two not great basketball teams, okay? But uh Diz, do you know how bad the Thunder lost when they played last Thursday? I'm assuming it's pretty bad. I'm gonna go with thirty seven points. Flip those around. They lost by seventy three points. What? That, how does that happen? That is legit. They lost by seventy three points last game. Wow. Now so Am I saying that uh, you might be saying, how can you bet on a team that just lost by 73 points? You know me, Diz. I'm a big just go against the public and totally just like mind blow people with some stats and some figures and figure out why I think this is the way. What happened, I think, was an anomaly last game. And this is why. Oh, my God. Okay. Do you remember a couple weeks ago on this podcast? I said, if SGA is out for OKC, they're going to lose by 30-plus points to the Atlanta Hawks. You did say that. They only lost by, like, 13 that night. But sure enough, who was not playing when they lost by 73 points against Memphis? SGA. SGA. He is back Do you know tonight. how to say his name yet? Do you know how to say his name yet? No. And also, another, let, me finish this, let me finish this pick. I'm, he, sorry. I'm he, sorry. He is he is playing tonight, and I think they come back strong tonight and get a road dub against a Pistons team that is just overrated because they have the number one pick in the draft, Cade Cunningham. What's the, what's the value money line, OKC? Plus 138. I might jump on it. You might have sold me, but you have to say his name right first. It's Shea Gilgis Alexander. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, beautiful. beautiful. So, side note, so we – uh, at church yesterday, I was the liturgist, which means I was reading the scripture. And sure uh, enough, you put, you, you put the lit in liturgist. So go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sure enough, I got the craziest names in cities and all that possible yesterday. And I just, I just ran through it like I knew what I was talking about, got everything right. And I just couldn't help but laugh. So I was like, I can't name goalies' names right or anything like this. You're going to give me all these ancient names that haven't been names in years. And I'm trying to pronounce them, and it's just it was just full circle. It was hilarious. That, you, that's what you need to do in the pod. You just need to be confident with it, and even if you're wrong, no one's going to know. And if they do, like, it's better to just be confident and be wrong than just admit that you're wrong. So <laughs> It's so funny. Life of a salesman right there for you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Last, last one I got for you, Diz. Cleveland Cavaliers money line plus 220 versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, the Cavs have been one of the surprise teams this year. I uh, I like to call them the Knicks of 2021. You know me, mm-hmm. Diz. Last year I was riding high on the Knicks. They were the surprise of the NBA. They were covering machines. And now this Cavs team has kind of taken over. Someone that was down in the bottom five last year in the league, and now they're actually plus 500 or over 500 record. And so they're uh, they're they're coming out swinging. 
uh, the, the Bucks are a good team, no doubt, no doubt about it. Uh, but the mm-hmm. big question mark is Giannis. Uh, he has actually been out the last couple games due to injury. He is questionable tonight. He is a game-time decision. I am banking on him not playing tonight. If he plays, then I think the Cavs can still cover. But I think if he doesn't play, then I think the Cavs should actually be favored in this game. So I am really hoping that the Cavs shock the defending champs tonight. Love it. Good value. I mean, how am I supposed to win when all your best bets are plus 100, plus 200, plus 300? I'm hosed. Well, that, yeah, that was my, that was my strategy and that was my hope. So, uh, all right, guys, let, lay it on me. What do you got for tonight? All right. So I have two, technically three, if you count the, uh, Pats Washington football team parlay, if the Pats win that one hits for me, which is plus 326, which will be huge. 362. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Uh, <laughs> My favorite bet of the night. It's one of my dumbest dummy picks. I I think the Patriots are going to win this game. The value of them money line, I think, is like plus 130. Okay? But if they win, it's raining. It's windy as balls. It's going to be a close game. Okay? There was a boost. Now, I said about 20 minutes ago to be careful about the boosts. But the fact I have the Pats to win this game by 1 to 13 points at plus 285. Yeah. So essentially, if you factor in the 30 mile per hour winds and like the wet conditions, essentially Pats money line is plus 285. So I got that Pats to win by 1 to 13 plus 285. That's one of my dumbest dummy pecs. And then my other one is (laughs) the Pats and Bills over 40 and a half. The rain is supposed to stop. And the winds are 30 miles per hour. 40 and a half points is not a lot for teams that we have seen put up points. Those are my two, technically three, really banking on the Pats. But in a perfect world, the Pats win this game. It's ugly, but it's over 40 and a half points. I hit it all. What, what value did you get on that Patriots 1 to 13? What? Did you say three plus two, plus two eighty five. It says is that plus two twenty right now? It's boosted to plus two eighty five. It's a boost. No, it was at plus one eighty five and got boosted to two twenty. Uh, uh, I was like, I don't think they usually move the value of boosts, so I wanted to kind of my bad. Real quick. So it's plus two twenty. Yeah, it was at plus. Yeah, it's my bad. That's okay. my bad. It's on me. How do you feel about the other boost that's Josh Allen and Damian Harris to each rush for 40-plus yards? If it's going to be a weather game, as you will, you would think the the Bills would have to have some uh, Josh Allen-designed run plays in there, and then Damian Harris is the running back for the Patriots. You would think he would have to get some uh, touches as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would agree with you on that. I might take that one. All right, Diz. Um Best bets for tonight. Group best bets. So we, we did go 2-1 and one on Friday. So we're starting out uh, December pretty good as a group. We are actually up 1.11 units already in December. So that's good. Um, how do we feel about the Pacers minus 5.5? No? I don't like it. Okay. Pacers aren't good. Uh, Here, I don't about, like how about, them. How about this one? How about... Uh, and I feel like this one's easy. Sabonis over 17 and a half points. I just gave you 
reasons why I took 25 plus points. We bring it down to over 17 and a half at minus 104. Yeah, easy. All right. So bonus over 17 and a half points. How do you feel about Pats plus three? I, I can live with it. I'm, I think the, the side you have to take here, especially if there's going to be weather involved, would have to be the Pats. The Pats have a better run game. They're designed for running. Uh, the Bills have struggled running the ball all season long. I'm, I'm good with the Pats plus three. Sweet. That's all I got. Let's, let's get one more in for good measure. Um, here's one for you, Diz. How about the uh, Penguins crack in over six? No, not feeling. Do the Kraken score? Do the Kraken score? Oh, do the Kraken score? Of course, the Kraken score. First off, Penguins have the backup goalie in goal. Second off, hold on, let me. I have this stat. I looked at this earlier. Let me just get to it real quick. Yes, here we go. So uh, the Kraken, the total has gone over in twelve of Seattle's last fifteen games. They score a lot. They give up a lot of goals. They're, they're aggressive on the forecheck. They like to push the puck up. But a lot of times it also leads to breakaway, and Grubauer's been struggling in goal because, you know, it's two-on-ones or, you know, breakaways, essentially. Yeah, I think I think you go for it. A six is just essentially a five-and-a-half, except you push if it's at six. So. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly Run what it. I thought on it. So we'll Run it. And it's at minus 102, so. Penguins cracking over six. Awesome. So you got minus 102. Okay, dope sauce. So we have that going then. Let me put these in so I officially have them. All right, Diz. That leaves one thing and one thing only. The Hail Mary multi-sport parlay of the day. Now... I think there is no chance that you guessed the value of this right. Did you look at the episode notes by chance? I did not look at the episode notes. Okay, so we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 in the NBA, and then we have 6 on the ice. Uh, 3400 <laughs> It is $1 to win $21,919.08. I know what you're thinking. Why would you waste money on this? Why would you do this? Because I am on a heater of all heaters. I have been so close, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just tell you. All right, this is the one. This is the one where we bankrupt the sports books. Now, before we get into this, I just want to make a point here. So a lot of times I give you these ridiculous parlays, right? I am taking all of these straight up as well. So I will take, like, for instance, the first leg of this parlay, Pacers minus six versus Wizards. So I put two units on the Pacers minus six. I'll put two units on, which is basically $2 for me. I will put two units on every single straight-up bet in this parlay. And so if I hit a majority of these then, I end up making money. Okay? Whether it be a couple dollars or I've made as much as, like, $15 on these kinds of straight-up picks this week alone. So each day, you're, as long as you're making money, you're staying close to even, then you're good. And then I'll put one unit, so I bring back my unit size, and I put one unit, which is $1 on the parlay. So if by some miracle I hit all 16 of these, 
then we're cashing out and we're running for the hills. Cool? All right, I'll start out in the NBA. I got Pacers minus six versus the Wizards. Thunder plus three and a half versus the Pistons. 76ers minus seven versus the Hornets. Heat minus four and a half versus the Grizzlies. Cavs plus six and a half versus the Bucks. Timberwolves minus two versus the Hawks. Bulls minus three versus the Nuggets. Spurs plus seven and a half versus the Suns. Clippers minus three versus the Trailblazers. And then Warriors minus 16 versus the Magic. And then in the NHL on the ice, I got Avalanche money line versus the Flyers. I got the Ducks Capitals over six. Devils money line versus the Senators. Stars minus one and a half versus the Coyotes. Kings money line versus the Canucks. And then Penguins Kraken over six. All right, Diz, anything you have to get off your chest before we uh, we call it a day? I feel bad uh, Connor isn't on after the Minshew show yesterday. That was freaking amazing. We, we, we do have to give Minshew Mania a, li- a little bit of a salute. Um, and did you see his uh, interaction with his dad, Flint Minshew, after, uh, after the win? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was fantastic. Electric. I mean, Minshew is just like everyone's dream, right? Like he's just, he's living his dream. I dream about him, if that's what you're meaning. He's living his dream and he's he's putting it all out there and uh, it's hard not to root for someone like him. I mean, honestly, I think I'd rather see Minshew the rest of the season than Jalen Hurts. I know Connor's beating that drum. 100%. (laughs) I, I don't usually like to speak for Connor, but I think we all agree in this instance that he'd like to see the mustache uh, ride it out for the rest of the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all I got. Fun to watch Minshew is, so I'm hoping he rides out the rest of the way. Yeah. Yep. Me too. Me too. Or maybe they'll even start, like, uh, maybe using Hurts as more of a running-type quarterback and then using Minshew and throwing downs or something, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's that's for the coach Sirianni to decide. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. And then make sure you check us out on YouTube. You can watch us live. You can see our beautiful faces. You know, it's always – yeah, I know. Look at that. And it's always better when you can see people talking instead of just listening blindly. Uh, just search Sports Betting by Dummies on YouTube. Filter by channel. You should be able to find us. We are on the drive to 100 subscribers. So any and all help would be appreciated. Thank you all for listening. Hope everyone has a strong, profitable start to your week. And we will see you all on Thursday. Thank you.